Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. My next interview is with Alba Soteraklua. She is a director who is in town for Hot Docs this year, and we chatted about her new film, Commander Arian. And this is uh, an important film. It's a great film. You'll be on the edge of your seat throughout. It's a, it's a film about uh, liberation and, and, and traditional cultures and, and freedom and struggle and, and, and emancipation. It's about ISIS and it's about equal rights. And uh, I mean, we, we, we uncover quite, quite a few different sort of subtexts in the film and we talk about the layers and uh, we, we, we get into democracy and, and, and Alba talks about uh, making the system tremble. And, and it's really about why... Um, coalitions can work. It's about theory over practice. It's about implementing a feminist state. I hope I've captured your attention. You're going to want to listen uh, to the interview, but I think more importantly, you're going to want to see the film uh, Alba Soteraklua uh, coming right up. But don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my uh, writing and my podcasting and my speaking. And of course, face-to-facelive.ca, where you'll see a whole host of new interviews in the very near future uh, connected to film and doc. And and uh, I think we've got some really interesting writers coming up in the near future as well. So stay tuned for Alba Soteraklua talking about her new film, Commander Arian. Well, welcome to Face to Face. Uh, we're joined by a very special guest here today uh, with us. Alba Soteraklua uh, is with us here today to talk about her new film, Commander Arian, a story of women, war, and freedom uh, at the Hot Docs Festival. We're in Toronto at the, uh, I'm not even sure where we are, but we're in a, the, the, the King's, what is it? The President's Room, <laughs> The I President's think. Room of the Woman Art Center, the which Women's is a really Art old Center. institution in Very in old Toronto. institution. This is a gorgeous room. We've got some it's original beautiful. group of seven hanging on the wall. I mean, this is, we're in good company. Yeah, this very is good really, energy. This is really yeah. quite, quite remarkable. Well, thank you for, for, for joining us today. Thank you to you for having giving me the chance to, to speak about the film. Yo, about you're, wel- you're welcome. And, and first, right out of the gate, congratulations on the film. Thanks. And, and on Hot Docs uh-huh. and on getting here safely. <laughs> you, just, you just arrived? 
Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, welcome to Toronto. Thank you. And and yeah, congratulations on the film. It's a at times difficult film to watch, and yet compelling and and engaging and fascinating, mm -hmm. uh, and, and 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 entertaining as well in a mm -hmm. sense. You know, I I always sort of hesitate to say a, a documentary film is entertaining, <laughs> right? Because yeah. this is. This is this is a story of women, war, and freedom. This is this is a serious film. Can you can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, the film and the and the context around it? Because I know uh -huh. I know there's a lot going on for you in this, uh -huh. this story. Yes. Yeah, so this is a film that follows the life of a very special woman. Her name is Ariane, Commander Ariane. She's the commander of the YPG. She's one of the commanders of the YPG, and the YPG is. Uh, the Women's Defense Units, which is a military body that uh, was formed in the north of Syria in order to fight ISIS. And it's uh, made up only by women. And that's what makes it uh, very special. First is the fact that it's only women fighting there. And second is the fact that they are united to fight against mm. ISIS, against Daesh, Islamic State, that was trying to get on in, in, into their lands, but they're also fighting to, they are fighting for equal rights between women and men in Syria. So they want to, uh, they are implementing a political system where women have the same rights as men, because also for them, the enemy is not only ISIS or Daesh, mm. but patriarchy in general. Right. Patriarchy, the culture, uh -huh. the history and so on. Exactly. And for me, it's like, I think it's, it's unique that this is happening in the heart of the Middle East, which is a region that from outside we all believe it's a region of people who has a different mentality, that they are really unable to think on terms of feminism. You know, what's, so, you know what's so interesting? I mean, when you tip, and, and sorry for the sexism mm -hmm. here, yeah. but typically when you think of military, you don't typically think At all. Exactly. Of, of women of soldiers, mm -hmm. and you certainly don't think of, of, the, of the grittiness and, the, uh -huh. and even even the establishing shots in the film and this yeah. this this young strong leader yeah. who's dealing with her wounds exactly. and some of these deep existential statements that mm -hmm. she makes mm -hmm. right out of the gate about life and death and it's exactly. it's yeah it's it's really remarkable so good for you for for for, <laughs> for, for mixing it up in yes. in kind of a in kind of a new way you yeah. know it's it's uh yeah the yeah. film the film has these two layers yeah uh, oh, oh, it has more than two for yeah me. exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah but in terms of like the way we build it, the narrative yes uh, when i started this film i thought i was making a film my plan was to make a film about a liberation oh, and okay. i wanted yep. to show uh, this um process of emancipation that these women are going through uh, through the liberation of Kobane, through a mission that Ariane was leading uh, on, uh, bre uh, she, she, they, they, they united to break the siege of Kobane. Kobane is a city in the north of Syria that was besieged by ISIS, and that's how it was during the, my first time of shooting. And I, I uh, but later on, she she got wounded. I'm not doing a spoiler of the film no, because no, no, this no, is something good. that it's we good. find out no, no. in the very beginning of the you, film. You need to see the film, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. So then. Uh, something uh, really like some something different happened mm. that it was to have the chance to see how this really strong woman faced this other uh, challenge in her life which was not only to fight ISIS to be in a society that is patriarchal and, the, and that her, where, where her rights are deprived as a woman as a Kurdish 
as a um, uh, as a as a person uh, as a, a person who belongs to minority. But then she had another challenge to face, which was a, a physical, a really physical uh, and, and painful wound. Uh, and for me, through her process and the process of the film, uh, what she shows us, among many other th things, is that you cannot surrender, never, uh, uh, in front of anything. Well, I love, I mean, and that, without a doubt, is a theme. I, and, and like any, and, and as my listeners know, any, any great documentary film for me works on, on a dozen different yeah, levels. Yeah, and exactly. you touch so many issues. I mean, mm -hmm. we're talking about, about war and violence and patriarchy and leadership and responsibility and, mm -hmm. and choice and freedom and emancipation. I mean, it's remarkable. Yeah. Um, but, but the questions that she asks specifically of some of the younger women, mm -hmm. the recruits, yeah. What what kind of what kind of woman do you want to be? Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. it's just I'm getting goosebumps just 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 thinking about some mm -hmm. of those conversations and the the context mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, and what is amazing uh, in that uh, in that context is that there are not so many choices mm, for those women right, at right. that stage at that point. Is like uh, they, those women live and belong to villages which are in a state of war and. Uh, they belong to a, a society that uh, is really, uh, um, how do you call it in English, uh, traditional. Yeah, sure, uh, sure. So most of these uh, girls, they are meant to marry when they are really, really young. Right. So the choices are either to get married and have kids at a very early stage and not having the chance to be to participate in life, in the in, in, in the politics, in 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 the in. Also in the society, apart from, I mean, your life is uh, limited to stay at home with the kids. And moreover, now there is also this threat of Daesh, of ISIS coming to your land uh, and uh, in imposing a system which is even more uh, obscure and patriarchal. So this chance, the, you have this choice or the choice of standing up and facing uh, the, this enemy. Uh, so... This is the choice that many, many women took at that time. The, they are still taking this, the, the choice of would, standing up in arms. And would you say that she would, she would call the, those two choices mm -hmm. both different forms of slavery? So, so the idea that you only have this choice as a woman to become a, a, a wife and a mother and, and, and stay at, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the traditional, uh, uh -huh. uh, would, she, would she actually call that a form of slavery? She calls this a form of slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. She's, she's so this is liber this is liberation. This is a women war and freedom, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. This is this is way more than just about freedom for Syria. This is more than freedom for Iraq. This is more exactly, than freedom for the Middle exactly, East. Exactly, exactly. And although it may seem like it's really tough to accept from our side, but for 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 her, this struggle, which includes an armed struggle, it's part of this path to freedom. And emancipation. Sure, sure, sure. That yeah, the, and the path to freedom. I mean, the way you you unpack that in the film. I mean, this is uh, this is to say that it's a journey is an understatement. It's not even fair. I mean, mm -hmm. the, some of the images that you 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 use in the metaphor of war. I mean, mm -hmm. this really is. Uh, there's a long road ahead. This is this is victory is not around the corner. At all, at all. Yeah. Because the what they are facing, it's. It's huge. I mean, ISIS are the, the smallest uh, enemy they are facing. Right. And that right. was actually uh, quite easy to defeat because they've defeated ISIS. They are so strong. And 
when you try to imagine how can this happen, because ISIS, as we see it from the West, I mean, before I went there, to me, ISIS was this really black, terrible force. Right, sure. I had seen yeah. some of these awful videos of, of beheadings yeah. in the internet. I was scared. Of course, yeah, And yeah. then you are there, you have them half mile away, and you realize uh, they are all of these images, propaganda, and they right, are they are right. not. I mean, of course, they are uh, fearful and they are and they are really uh, uh, aggress- aggr- aggressive, <laughs> but uh, they are not organized and they are not the, the way they fight. It's very different from the way this woman fight. For this woman, what it what is at stake is everything is their, not only their lives but the, their dreams, their land. The families, everything. While for the other side, for Daesh, uh, most of them are mercenaries. They don't belong to that region. They don't have any ideology that they are fighting for. They are not uh, committed so fighting, to a dream. They're fighting for a paycheck. They fight. They, most of them, they well, were fighting for money. So, so yeah. this is this isn't about passion and purpose at, at all. At all. Is this that is, right? Isn't yeah. that? Well, then I would say their 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 enemy, I guess, in this case, the YPG is yeah. is probably uh, uh, something to be reckoned with uh, from from a from a militaristic perspective. Uh-huh, exactly. Right? Right? Yeah. When you've got when you've got that passion mm-hmm. and that desire, uh, it seems to me that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's an uphill battle. That's exactly. And the, the the but sadly, that big challenge that they face, that the, the big enemy is the state of things in the world. Mm, mm. The, do you mean, the, when you say the state of things in the world, do you mean, uh, you know, internally? Power, or do you mean, power, glo- power, do you mean globally, globally? I mean globally. globally, yeah. What they are trying to, I mean, what they have already implemented, it's something like, they, they've made a revolution mm. in, the, in, the, in that place, like because taking advantage on the uh, chaos, right. because of a situation of war, sure. yep. and on the fact yep. that the, they, 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 got rid, they, they got rid of the power of the Ba'ath party and Bashar al-Assad, they got rid of it, uh, they could take over their institutions and they implemented a new political system in which uh, the, the, the question of gender is central. It's, mm. it's a feminist uh, approach to it. And I will put you a very clear example to, 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 te- to, to, that proves this. For instance, they made, a, how do you call it, a B leadership I don't know how you say it in English, but all pol- political uh, roles, like I don't know the the head of any institution sure. or the city, no, the 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 the, the, set, the head of the city or the president, everything is uh, duplicated. So there is a woman and a man for absolutely each role that has to do with decision making. Oh, okay. And that's already working, and it's implemented, and it's uh, uh, and it's functioning. Also, they are they believe in um, real democracy, like mm. direct democracy. So mm. they organize. I don't the, know what that is. They, they organize the, the yeah, real, you know. real democracy. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah, exactly. So they they organize the system where the decisions are taking uh, are being taken through the base. So they have assemblies, which is something that they just what the only thing they did is to connect uh, the way that. Uh, communal decisions were taken before in the mm, traditional way. Mm, mm. So they organize people in assemblies. Sure. And they have assemblies in each uh, uh, neighborhood, in the cities, and then uh, in a bigger scale. And these assemblies, uh, some of them are mixed, but there are also many of them that are only for women, because traditionally women there, they, they never right. had the chance to speak out. 
and they will not speak out if there is men in front. So they have their own spaces where they can speak out on the, uh, when, when they are without men in front. And these decisions, are, these, these, the things they ask for and the decisions they take are taken into account. And this is, and this is happening. Right. And this is something that uh, the, 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 the things that can make the system crumble are not Daesh and are not ISIS anymore. Right, right. But the pressure mm. from, first of all, from whatever uh, system will be uh, implemented in Syria after the war, and also because will they have the support of the international community? community? Yeah. Because yeah. They, the, the main um, uh, challenge they have is that they... They don't, they, they don't want to declare themselves a state. They are not a state. They want to live within the Syrian state, but they want to have an autonomy. Mm. They do not believe in the idea of the state because they believe the state embodies itself the patriarchy. Right. Because it, uh, so if they, if they align themselves with that, they're saying yes to this notion of patriarchy. Exactly. And they're exactly. turning their backs on it completely. They say it perpetuates the unfairness. Yeah, un- I, I miss words in English. No, no, unfairness the, is good. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and, the, yeah. and the imbalance. Imbalance, In yep. power. Sure, sure. Power sure. relationships. Sure, and sure, yeah, absolutely. So what they, Balance of power is good. Yeah. Um, is, so um, is, that, is that the threat that they're fighting against? Because that comes up. Right, this notion of threat is there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the metaphor of the film, right? Uh-huh. I, I couldn't believe some of those shots where they're standing at that, that half wall and they're looking out and they're saying, "Oh, I think there's some fighters over there, and there's some mm. fighters over there." And I wanted to kind of shout, "Would you? Would you get down? <laughs> Somebody's going to shoot you!" Like it just it actually just... at that at that situation when I, yeah. I I found myself being at the front line is something uh, like I mean I I I I I'm not a I'm not a journalist I'm a filmmaker so I I I had no idea what I was getting myself I, into. I, I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure if I know if you think I I, I you, when you are in the middle of a situation where sure. the, the, where there is a shooting or you don't have time to think. You so don't you're have just, to, you're, you're there. You're just focusing yeah. On, yeah. On, on, yeah. on yeah not on, on stepping out of the not That's, being in the middle of the, where the shots go, but. Um, so it, it was only two times, like two moments, that I was really in the middle of this uh, kind of situation. Okay, gunfire. And I uh. spent there months, so it was not that bad, although because it, although we were in the front line, uh, the, being in the front line, usually it's something, like it's, the war is, is, is quite, the war is about waiting. You wait, you wait, the you wait, you wait, you wait, and yeah. suddenly and something sudden, happens, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you just don't have time so to... Good. Yeah, that's a great line. The war is about waiting. Yeah, yeah. I love your your line too. By the way, about making the system tremble. Yeah, right. Because yeah. isn't isn't that what kind of is going on, kind of all over the world in different mm-hmm. ways? And and isn't this what we hope that we can do through social media and yeah. and yeah. journalism exactly. and and, exactly. and and filmmakers like yourself yeah. getting getting voices uh, and and stories mm-hmm. into the world to for for others to hopefully see, learn from, and. I'd like to think become wiser, you know, as as a and result of so I think I really mm, think we all mm, have a lot of power advocacy. if we unite. If we unite, we have a lot of yeah, power to put pressure into our governments, into our states, so things change. Yeah. And for instance, there, there was a great example in this uh, the the fight that these women are uh, take are are are, uh, are taking that um, when there was in Kobane in this city that it's portrayed in the in the film. Uh, there was this huge battle where the, the Islamic State was about to smash 
the, the city mm -hmm. with the mm, they were about to smash the city and thanks to the pressure of the public opinion internationally the coalition inter it was the first time that they intervened with planes so they stopped they, they just bombed so, it, a, a, so it actually worked yeah exactly it works it works and hmm. the problem is that many times information doesn't reach yeah, because there are many powers right. that are there to to block the information sure, to go sure, through sure. and yeah. i will put another example now recently where my ariane my protagonist is she's uh, she was now uh, she had to leave but they were in afrin which is another region in, in the north of syria which is also kurdish it was a region that the war had never reached there it was beautiful uh, it was economically it was going uh, it was all people were, there was living okay and peacefully but because uh, this kurdish woman and all this kurdish community in the north of syria they uh, are uh, by the uh, they are considered enemies for the turkish state because turkey has an ongoing war against the kurdish community uh, in turkey uh, because they consider them as, uh, because some of them belong to the PKK, which is an organization that is considered terrorist by Turkey and by other countries. Mm, not mm, not mm. All, all, uh, all of them, but some countries consider right. So, for some reason, <clears throat> uh, Turkey considers that these women have somehow an affiliation with this group, although the West, and all, I mean our countries, consider them allies, because they've right. been fighting together right. with this woman against the Islamic State. And uh, recently, uh, Turkey attacked directly, they entered uh, Syria by tanks and they killed uh, many of my friends of mine, many of these women fighters mm. who are only fighting to defend their lands from ISIS and to uh, implement their feminist state. Right. And among these uh, uh, people that were murdered there, there was a friends and among them a really, really good friend of mine. Her name is Anna Campbell. She's English mm. and she was working there. To help. Mm, so I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was it was, uh, and, and with this, what I, and, and and what I, I'm trying to say is that uh, there are power like Turkey is the second most powerful co uh, country in, in NATO, so that makes it uh, very complicated for the states or the states that to say anything against this. But it's us. We have the power to claim sure. and to ask sure. our states to punish. Turkey for these acts and to let, uh, because if uh, we don't do anything, Turkey will smash this, so this, this, is, this revolution. To me this is why these film festivals like this and conversations mm. like this and advocacy campaigns yeah. do matter. Of course, and, and, of and, course. And, and, and journalism and That's documentaries why we do it, and yeah. writing blogs and yeah. all of these things and why, why, why you can make a difference through Twitter, yeah. you know, as crazy as that might sound yeah. and almost as insignificant as it might sound. It's got to go beyond that, mm -hmm. right, to get to action. It can't just mm -hmm. be all about sending tweets and Instagram mm -hmm. posts. But it's, uh, so was that, did that occur, was that just a blatant act of, of racism? Or the, was it? Uh, the attack was with, uh, I mean, what they claim is that they were bombing terrorists. Mm. So they used this word and, but, I mean, terrorists, the only, at the moment, the only country that considers them terrorist is Turkey. Right. Because, as I said, all the coalition has fought right. shoulder right. by shoulder with, with right. them. So, in, uh, although uh, they were attacked, 
uh, and uh, and as I said, they, they they for instance they were fighting with the U.S. in Raqqa mm. to mm. finish with the right. And she so, talks about that as well. Exactly. She wanted, she wanted, wanted to, to go to, to Raqqa. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll feel better if I could go. Yeah, which cracks me <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Let me add them. Yeah. Let me add them. Is there a is there a suspicion to the YPG because they? Uh, I mean, I couldn't help but note they, they they refer to each other as comrades. Yeah. Is that actually the is word? That the word. anyone? Yeah, the, yeah, of course. They they have a very leftist sure, uh, sure. ideology. Although they are not Marxist or right. no Marxist okay. Leninist. They yeah. they yeah. they they are feminist. Right. Right. Which I think it even upsets more people. <laughs> I think if you're I mean, a come feminist, on, feminist with a weapon on your hands, right. it's you're really... a feminist with an AK-47. <laughs> that's pretty much upsetting right across the board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. very funny, but I think uh, pretty interesting. I love the metaphor and, and the moment when she talks about about her 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 arm healing. Yeah. And her line is, and I wrote it down, and she said she's responding to somebody about it, it, the exercise and it getting better, and she says, "I know." She's answering the question. I can and, and I will. I just I just need more time. Yeah. It's so beautiful. To me, yeah. that was sort of, I mean, there's great lines throughout the film, but I mean, is that what this part of the world needs? Is that what we all need? I mean, that sort of mm. presupposes that we've got it sorted out because we don't. Yeah. You know, we, we, we like to think we're a little more feminist here in the West. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and don't, you know, I couldn't also help but think about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think there's a direct quote in the film mm-hmm. where one of the women says, Me Too. And mm-hmm. I wondered how intentional that was. Completely. I yeah. always said that um, one of the, um, this, the, this movement of women lacks of some good PR <laughs> to do marketing for them and connect them with the fights because the right. fight of this woman mm. is, com- is com- connected to the fight of all women around it's, the world. It's common, And right? of course, me too. And they can say, me too, me too. I've been, my, my, my house has been destroyed. Me too, I've been harassed. Me too, I've been uh, violated by a... Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 even a Turkish military. Me too. I've been, of course, and I, I've, yeah. And I think we we need to realize that uh, we are all connected. She 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 said at one point too early on in the film um, that she didn't want to fall in love too much with life because then she'd be afraid of 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 death, which made me think she wasn't very hopeful. And yet, when you see her talking with these young women and. And in order to have that kind of passion hmm. and that kind of commitment, you kind of have to be hopeful, it seems to me. No, of course. But I think what she means is that um, for her, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's about having a, a normal life. Like when, right. when, when you, when for her, the fact that she has, she's fighting for a bigger goal right. than the one of her own survival or, right. or of her yep. own, that, that, give, that gives her a, a, a sense that makes her stay over death. And that's why she says that if I wasn't fighting for this bigger goal, then I would be scared of death. Right, right. right. And that's why it's also a drama for her now, not because of her wound. The big, the biggest drama for her is that he cannot be part of this fight again. Although she has to find another way to be part of the fight. She has to, yeah. Mm-hmm. She has to get involved in another way. And did she say she's left the 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 country now? Is that right? No, no, no. She's, she's in. She's in. Yeah, she's in Rojava. She left Afrin because the hospital where she was, was working yes. was bombed by a oh, Turkish airplane. Oh, okay. And now she's in Aleppo. Right, because you end the film yeah. talking about her helping with uh, the, yeah, the, the, the survivors. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me about one shot in particular? And I'd love to hear uh, more about you and mm-hmm. and and why this story and and how you got connected 
but it sounds like you had uh, friends uh, and, and almost family members, almost, by the sound of it. <laughs> There's a scene with a, I think, with a water truck. Uh-huh. Is that right? A water truck that drives the, by. Uh-huh, water, and there's, I think, children. <laughs> and I, and I, I love the shot. But to, to tell me why you included that shot. I just, I just, it was, it's just, it's, to me, it shows a lot about the, the when, when, every, when everything come back, comes back to normality, yeah. you know? And, it, and it's that all about this, this ending, no? about it's how... Abs- it was a, there was yeah. an absurdity to it, right? Because <laughs> aren't we in the middle of basically bombed buildings? A destroyed, yeah. It's just completely yeah. rubble, right? Yeah. And this, these, what are these guys watering? Are they, just, are they just playing a game? Like, that's the way I saw it. I thought it was well, quite that's wonderful, That's the thing. It's actually. all dusty. It's all... Yeah. Just, yeah. But still, no, there is some... And, and yeah. somebody takes yeah. advantage of this moment of because... Yeah. What else can he wash his car? No, there is That's no, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think what's lovely about that is to it, it just um, it shows you the um, the reach, the the implications. Mm. I mean, obviously, war is is horrific and tragic and the trauma and so on. But we don't really think about all of the implications. How long is this war really going to be fought for? Even when it's when it's over, it's the trauma, the transgenerational yeah. impact, the the PTSD, the the, all of that, you know, the violence and the broken families. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Mm. And, and gender disparity, right? I mean, yeah. like you say, it's her wound's going to heal, but how long is this going to take, right? Mm. Which I guess is a question you're kind of asking us all, I suppose. Mm. So you, why, why so? You yeah. said you said if you'd known, you might not have gone. <laughs> <laughs> tell no, tell me more. I, I think I've been connected with the. Kurdish movement since ages because I, okay. when, I, when I was in my 20s I, I, I traveled to Kurdistan I made a film about a Kurdish activist and when this happened when, when the war in Syria started and the, and the YPG was formed I really I couldn't believe that was all these ideas that the Kurdish mo- movement had been building up through years about feminism and because the they, 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 they Kurdish woman has been have been organized and has been talking about these eco-feminist ideas and feminist ideas since ages. And that uh, to, to see that this was happening, like in the, pra- in the praxis, right. no? that right. was not only the ideas, but that they yeah. were implementing these they ideas. Actually, and, yeah. and that they it wasn't were, just theory. Exactly. I really felt, I really felt I, I, I wanted to go. And quite in, a, in impulse, I don't know if it's impulsively, but it, it didn't take a, a, a long time since I, deci- since I decided... I wanted to do something, and I went. So I just went. Basically, I didn't. And big crew? Did you have a big crew? No, I went on my own. I went. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First time I went on my own. After that, I tried to bring a crew, but I had really like the usually, usually the people that usually works with me. They, they, they were not. It, it was. It, it's really, it's really, too complicated to. Oh, oh yeah, sure, to, I'm sure it is for there, so many, so. for so many reasons. How did yeah. you manage sound? And I mean, it's a gorgeous film. I just yeah, yeah. How did it was you all on my own, guerrilla way, all on my own. <laughs> <laughs> your yeah. own kind of guerrilla, yes, with your own kind of. It weapon. was funny because I really was I, I, when I was there. I was yeah. given a uniform, so I was part of the group. Oh wow, that, and that's so a it, liability. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I guess it you was blend because, in. yeah, like my clothes was not appropriate right, for the right, front because right. it was the col- it was colorful sure. and so it was not safe. Sure. So sure, they sure. thought it was safer for me to be dressed like them. Yeah. But as soon as I wore the uniform and I thought, I said, okay, if now we are captured. Well, you're a I target. Mean, you're now a target. Exactly, as well. but then I thought, like, even I mean, for the Islamic State, it doesn't matter. You're a journalist. I think it's even worse. So it's okay if they it think might, about it. It might be even worse. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's incredible. The the um, uh, there's a line in the film 
I, I believe it's from her, Ariane, where she says, we've, we've proven that women can fight. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, of course. They, they've, it's, not, it's proven because of the uh, direct uh, achievements they've yeah, done. They've yeah. liberated cities. They've liberated Raqqa, which is the capital. It was the capital so of the Islamic yeah, State. It's remarkable. They've done it. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's pre- it, it really is amazing. You know, you know, in the beginning, the Islamic State was really afraid when they were coming because uh, uh, if, if you are killed, if you are a member of the Islamic State and you are killed by a woman, you won't go to heaven. Oh, they why? Were, it's like some sort of shameful thing to be killed by a woman? Oh, course. you've got to be kidding. And they were running away. How so the women were arriving and they were running away. <laughs> I would say dying, uh, you know, at the end of a bullet is bad, a bad idea either way, <laughs> no matter who fires it. That's, that's unbelievable. It makes yeah. sense, though. So you end the film, uh, um, I, th- I think, with raising even further questions mm. uh, and, and a lovely moment of this possibility of hope that there maybe is life now in the rubble. There is a, a market growing and there is things happening. There's a tiny bit of life. We've got the water mm-hmm. truck and maybe the kids play. We're not quite... Yeah. And, and, and the lovely t- chatter about how things are, are getting expensive now. <laughs> this, this, yeah, which is yeah. also it's part of how life... life. It's so lovely. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. And somehow it raises questions on, for me, no, on how... The, the dream of uh, be, uh, making this better world. Right, right. It still has these uh, things of yeah, <laughs> capitalism sure, is always sure, squeezing sure. Into, into any kind of how, utopia. How, and how much of a slave are we to the free market, right? Yeah, and exactly. I mean, it's a, that's a whole other kind of slavery yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, we could, that we could be talking about. That's remarkable. How long, how long did it take you to, to actually shoot? You said you were just there for about a month, but... No, I, because it was different periods there. Oh, I see. So right, I started shooting on 2015. Yeah. I was there first time on March. Then I came back on April and May. And I, I, I went there many times until the last shooting was in 2017. Wow, okay. At the end of 2017. 2017. Well, it's a remarkable film. And it again, I hope, I hope everybody sees it. And welcome to Hot Docs. And are you, okay. are you anxious? Are you, uh... Yeah, it's the first time that yeah. we show the film oh, publicly. Okay. It's our world premiere. And oh, I'm really, fantastic. really looking forward to share yeah. the film with people. Well, yeah. I wish you well with it. And again, I hope everyone sees it. We've been talking with Alba Soterapua about her new film, Commander Area. Thank, thanks so much for your time. Thank Thank you, thank you. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.